Tobiah takes a room in the temple for himself. And when Nehemiah finds out, Tobiah and his stuff end up getting kicked to the curb. It's Nehemiah chapters 11 through 13 and Isaiah chapter 21, here on Commuter Bible. This is Commuter Bible, the audio Bible reading plan to match your weekly schedule. I'm your host, John Ross. The temple is finished. The wall is finished. The people have rededicated themselves to the Lord's house. And on today's episode, the remnant of Israel rejoices. With the work completed, Nehemiah returns to Persia to serve under King Artaxerxes once again, just as he promised. All is right with the world, and God's people serve him faithfully from then on, right? Wrong. In fact, not long after Nehemiah leaves, the work of the temple is all but abandoned, and Eliashib, who is in charge of the temple storehouses, clears out a room for Tobiah, who happens to be a relative. Nehemiah returns once more to set things straight. Nehemiah, chapters 11 through 13. Now the leaders of the people stayed in Jerusalem, and the rest of the people cast lots for one out of ten to come and live in Jerusalem, the holy city, while the other nine-tenths remained in their towns. The people blessed all the men who volunteered to live in Jerusalem. These are the heads of the province who stayed in Jerusalem, but in the villages of Judah, each lived on his own property in their towns. The Israelites, priests, Levites, temple servants, and descendants of Solomon's servants. While some of the descendants of Judah and Benjamin settled in Jerusalem. Judah's Descendants Athiah, son of Uzziah, son of Zechariah, son of Amariah, son of Shephatiah, son of Mahalalel, of Perez's descendants. And Messiah, son of Barak, son of Kolhoza, son of Haziah, son of Adiah, son of Joyarib, son of Zechariah, a descendant of the Shilonite. The total number of Perez's descendants who settled in Jerusalem was 468 capable men. These were Benjamin's descendants. Salu, son of Meshulam, son of Joed, son of Padiah, son of Koliah, son of Messiah, son of Ithiel, son of Jeshiah, and after him, Gabai and Salai. 928. Joel, son of Zikri, was the officer over them, and Judah, son of Hasinua, was second in command over the city. The priests. Jediah, son of Joyarib, Jachin, and Sariah, son of Hilkiah, son of Meshalem, son of Zadok, son of Mariath, son of Ahitub, the chief official of God's temple, and their relatives who did the work at the temple, 822. Adiah, son of Jeroham, son of Pelaliah, son of Amzi, son of Zechariah, son of Pashur, son of Malkijah, and his relatives, the heads of families, 242. Amishsai, son of Azarel, son of Ozai, son of Meshilamoth, son of Immer, and their relatives, capable men, 128. Zabdil, son of Hagedalim, was their chief. The Levites. Shemaiah, son of Hashab, son of Azrakim, son of Hashabiah, son of Buni. And Shabbatai, son of Jozebad, from the heads of the Levites, who supervised the work outside the house of God. 
Mataniah, son of Micah, son of Zabdi, son of Asaph, the one who began the thanksgiving in prayer. Bakbukiah, second among his relatives, and Abda, son of Shamua, son of Galal, son of Jaduthun. All the Levites in the holy city, 284. The gatekeepers, Achab, Talman, and their relatives, who guarded the city gates, 172. The rest of Israel, the priests, and the Levites were in all the villages of Judah, each on his own inherited property. The temple servants lived on Ophel. Ziha and Gishpa supervised the temple servants. The leader of the Levites in Jerusalem was Uzi, son of Bani, son of Hashabiah, son of Mataniah, son of Micah, of the descendants of Asaph, who were singers for the service of God's house. There was, in fact, a command of the king regarding them, and an ordinance regulating the singers' daily tasks. Pethahiah, son of Meshezabel, of the descendants of Zerah, son of Judah, was the king's agent in every matter concerning the people. As for the farming settlements with their fields, some of Judah's descendants lived in Kiriath Arba and Dibon and their surrounding villages, and Jechabzeel and its settlements. In Jeshua, Molada, Bethpalet, Hazar Shul, and Beersheba and its surrounding villages. In Ziklag and Mekona and its surrounding villages. In Enrimen, Zora, Jarmuth, and Zenoa and Adulam with their settlements. In Lachish with its fields and Azekah and its surrounding villages. So they settled from Beersheba to Hanam Valley. Benjamin's descendants, from Geba, Michmash, Aijah, and Bethel and its surrounding villages, Anathoth, Nob, Ananiah, Hazor, Ramah, Getayim, Hadid, Zeboim, Nebalat, Lod, and Ono in Craftsman's Valley. Some of the Judean divisions of Levites were in Benjamin. These are the priests and Levites who went up with Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, and with Jeshua. Sariah, Jeremiah, Ezra, Amariah, Malak, Hattush, Shechaniah, Rehum, Meramoth, Ido, Ginnathoi, Abijah, Mishamon, Medaiah, Bilga, Shemaiah, Joyarib, Jediah, Salu, Amak, Hilkiah, Jediah. These were the heads of the priests and their relatives in the day of Jeshua. The Levites, Jeshua, Benui, Cadmiel, Sherebiah, Judah, and Mataniah. He and his relatives were in charge of the songs of praise. Bakbukiah, Uni, and their relatives stood opposite them in the services. Jeshua fathered Joachim. Joachim fathered Eliashib. Eliashib fathered Joiada. Joiada fathered Jonathan and Jonathan fathered Jadua. In the days of Joachim, the heads of the priestly families were Mariah of Sariah, Hananiah of Jeremiah, Meshulam of Ezra, Jehohanan of Amariah, Jonathan of Maluki, Joseph of Shebaniah, Adna of Harim, Helkai of Mariah, Zechariah of Ido. Meshulam of Ginnathon, Zikri of Abijah, Piltai of Moadiah of Meniamon, Shamua of Bilgah, 
Jehonathan of Shemaiah, Matani of Joyarib, Uzi of Jediah, Kalai of Salai, Eber of Amok, Hashabiah of Hilkiah, and Nethanel of Jediah. In the days of Eliashib, Joiada, Johanan, and Jadua, the heads of the families of the Levites and priests were recorded while Darius the Persian ruled. Levi's descendants, the family heads, were recorded in the book of the historical events during the days of Johanan, son of Eliashib. The heads of the Levites, Hashabiah, Sherebiah, and Jeshua, son of Cadmiel, along with their relatives opposite them, gave praise and thanks, division by division, as David the man of God had prescribed. This included Mataniah, Bakbukiah, and Obadiah. Meshulam, Talman, and Achab were gatekeepers who guarded the storerooms at the city gates. These served in the days of Joachim, son of Jeshua, son of Jozadak, and in the days of Nehemiah the governor and Ezra the priest and scribe. the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sent for the Levites wherever they lived and brought them to Jerusalem to celebrate the joyous dedication with thanksgiving and singing accompanied by cymbals, harps, and lyres. The singers gathered from the region around Jerusalem, from the settlements of the Netaphathites, from Beth Gilgal and from the fields of Geba and Asmaveth, for they had built settlements for themselves around Jerusalem. After the priests and Levites had purified themselves, they purified the people, the city gates, and the wall. Then I brought the leaders of Judah up on top of the wall, and I appointed two large processions that gave thanks. One went to the right on the wall toward the dung gate. Hoshiah and half the leaders of Judah followed, along with Azariah, Ezra, Meshullam, Judah, Benjamin, Shemaiah, Jeremiah, and some of the priests' sons with trumpets, and Zechariah, son of Jonathan, son of Shemaiah, son of Mataniah, son of Micaiah, son of Zachar, son of Asaph, followed, as well as his relatives, Shemaiah, Azarel, Melali, Gilali, Mei, Nethanel, Judah, and Hanani, with the musical instruments of David, the man of God. Ezra the scribe went in front of them. At the fountain gate they climbed the steps of the city of David on the ascent of the wall and went above the house of David to the water gate on the east. 
The second Thanksgiving procession went to the left, and I followed it with half the people along the top of the wall, past the tower of the ovens to the broad wall, above the Ephraim gate, and by the old gate, the fish gate, the tower of Hananel, and the tower of the hundred, to the sheep gate. They stopped at the gate of the guard. The two thanksgiving processions stood in the house of God. So did I, and half of the officials accompanying me, as well as the priests, Eliakim, Messiah, Meniamon, Micaiah, Elioni, Zechariah, and Hananiah with trumpets, and Messiah, Shemaiah, Eliezer, Uzi, Jehohanan, Malkijah, Elam, and Ezer. Then the singers sang, with Jezrahiah as the leader. On that day they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced, because God had given them great joy. The women and children also celebrated, and Jerusalem's rejoicing was heard far away. On that same day, men were placed in charge of the rooms that housed the supplies, contributions, first fruits, and tenths. The legally required portions for the priests and Levites were gathered from the village fields, because Judah was grateful to the priests and Levites who were serving. They performed the service of their God and the service of purification, along with the singers and gatekeepers, as David and his son Solomon had prescribed. For long ago, in the days of David and Asaph, there were heads of the singers and songs of praise and thanksgiving to God. So in the days of Zerubbabel and Nehemiah, all Israel contributed to daily portions for the singers and gatekeepers. They also set aside daily portions for the Levites, and the Levites set aside daily portions for Aaron's descendants. At that time, the book of Moses was read publicly to the people. The command was found written in it that no Ammonite or Moabite should ever enter the assembly of God, because they did not meet the Israelites with food and water. Instead, they hired Balaam against them to curse them. But our God turned the curse into a blessing. When they heard the law, they separated all those of mixed descent from Israel. Now before this, the priest Eliashib had been put in charge of the storerooms of the house of our God. He was a relative of Tobiah and had prepared a large room for him where they had previously stored the grain offerings, the frankincense, the articles, and the tenths of grain, new wine, and fresh oil prescribed for the Levites, singers, and gatekeepers along with the contributions for the priests. While all this was happening, I was not in Jerusalem, because I had returned to King Artaxerxes of Babylon in the thirty-second year of his reign. It was only later that I asked the king for a leave of absence so I could return to Jerusalem. Then I discovered the evil that Eliashib had done on behalf of Tobiah, by providing him a room in the courts of God's house. I was greatly displeased and threw all of Tobiah's household possessions out of the room. I ordered that the rooms be purified 
and I had the articles of the house of God restored there, along with the grain offering and frankincense. I also found out that because the portions for the Levites had not been given, each of the Levites and singers performing the service had gone back to his own field. Therefore, I rebuked the officials, asking, Why has the house of God been neglected? I gathered the Levites and singers together and stationed them at their posts. Then all Judah brought a tenth of the grain, new wine, and fresh oil into the storehouses. I appointed as treasurers over the storehouses the priest Shelemiah, the scribe Zadok, and Padiah of the Levites, with Hanan son of Zachar, son of Mataniah, to assist them, because they were considered trustworthy. They were responsible for the distribution to their colleagues. Remember me for this, my God, and don't erase the deeds of faithful love I have done for the house of my God and for its services. At that time I saw people in Judah treading wine presses on the Sabbath. They were also bringing in stores of grain and loading them on donkeys, along with wine, grapes, and figs. All kinds of goods were being brought to Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. So I warned them against selling food on that day. The Tyrians living there were importing fish and all kinds of merchandise and selling them on the Sabbath to the people of Judah in Jerusalem. I rebuked the nobles of Judah and said to them, What is this evil you are doing, profaning the Sabbath day? Didn't your ancestors do the same? So that our God brought all this disaster on us and on this city. And now you are rekindling his anger against Israel by profaning the Sabbath. When shadows began to fall on the city gates of Jerusalem just before the Sabbath, I gave orders that the city gates be closed and not opened until after the Sabbath. I posted some of my men at the gates so that no goods could enter during the Sabbath day. Once or twice, the merchants and those who sell all kinds of goods camped outside Jerusalem. But I warned them, Why are you camping in front of the wall? If you do it again, I'll use force against you. After that, they did not come again on the Sabbath. Then I instructed the Levites to purify themselves and guard the city gates in order to keep the Sabbath day holy. Remember me for this also, my God, and look on me with compassion according to the abundance of your faithful love. In those days I also saw Jews who had married women from Ashdod, Ammon, and Moab. Half of their children spoke the language of Ashdod or the language of one of the other peoples, but could not speak Hebrew. I rebuked them, cursed them, beat some of their men, and pulled out their hair. I forced them to take an oath before God and said, You must not give your daughters in marriage to their sons, or take their daughters as wives for your sons or yourselves. Didn't King Solomon of Israel sin in matters like this? There was not a king like him among many nations. 
He was loved by his God, and God made him king over all Israel. Yet foreign women drew him into sin. Why then should we hear about you doing all this terrible evil and acting unfaithfully against our God by marrying foreign women? Even one of the sons of Jehoiada, son of the high priest Eliashib, had become a son-in-law to Sanballat the Horonite. So I drove him away from me. Remember them, my God, for defiling the priesthood, as well as the covenant of the priesthood and the Levites. So I purified them from everything foreign and assigned specific duties to each of the priests and Levites. I also arranged for the donation of wood at the appointed times and for the first fruits. Remember me, my God, with favor. Isaiah chapter 21 A Pronouncement Concerning the Desert by the Sea Like storms that pass over the Negev, it comes from the desert, from the land of terror. A troubling vision is declared to me. The treacherous one acts treacherously, and the destroyer destroys. Advance, Elam, lay siege, you Medes. I will put an end to all the groaning. Therefore I am filled with anguish. Pain grips me like the pain of a woman in labor. I am too perplexed to hear, too dismayed to see. My heart staggers. Horror terrifies me. He has turned my last glimmer of hope into sheer terror. Prepare a table and spread out a carpet. Eat and drink. Rise up, you princes, and oil the shields. For the Lord has said to me, Go post a lookout. Let him report what he sees. When he sees riders, pairs of horsemen, riders on donkeys, riders on camels, he must pay close attention. Then the lookout reported, Lord, I stand on the watchtower all day, and I stay at my post all night. Look, riders come, horsemen in pairs. And he answered, saying, Babylon has fallen, has fallen. All the images of her gods have been shattered on the ground. My people who have been crushed on the threshing floor, I have declared to you what I have heard from the Lord of armies, the God of Israel. A Pronouncement Concerning Duma One calls to me from Seir. Watchman, what is left of the night? Watchman, what is left of the night? The watchman said, Morning has come and also night. If you want to ask, ask. Come back again. A Pronouncement Concerning Arabia In the desert brush, you will camp for the night, you caravans of Dedanites. Bring water for the thirsty. 
the inhabitants of the land of Tima meet the refugees with food. For they have fled from swords, from the drawn sword, from the bow that is strung, and from the stress of battle. For the Lord said this to me, Within one year, as a hired worker counts years, all the glory of Kedar will be gone. The remaining Kedarite archers will be few in number. For the Lord, the God of Israel, has spoken. That is the end of the book of Nehemiah. Next, we'll be in the book of 1 Timothy. We'll do that in just one episode, followed by two episodes to cover the book of Esther, and that'll be followed by 2 Timothy and the book of Job. As always, if you want to look at the schedule, you can go to the website, commuterbible.org. You can find it there on the main page if you scroll down a bit, or you can go to Documents. There you'll find a PDF. You can save that to your phone or laptop or print it, whatever you like. Those are there for your benefit. So go check it out. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by Bobby Brown, Caitlin Ron, Eric Williamson, and the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember, happy is the one whose delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. 